We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Just a 40-minute program tonight as we get you ready for St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Welcome in. My name's Matt Pauly. Great to have you with us. We'll do some Cardinal stuff here over the next, I guess now, 30-plus uh, minutes of this edition of Sports Open Line before we get to uh, network coverage from the St. Louis Cardinals radio network. But we'll also talk some Missouri football. Yesterday, we learned that Brady Cook is going to be the starting quarterback this year for the Tigers, at least to start the season. So uh, we are going to uh, have a conversation coming up in just a few moments as uh, we are uh, going to uh, be joined uh, coming up later on on the program again just a few minutes from uh, Howard Richards, and we'll talk all things Missouri and SEC football with him. Cardinals, tough one yesterday. Really tough one. Seven-game winning streak comes to an end with a uh, with a fairly large thud. They lose to the Rockies by a 16-5 to score. I said this last night during our post-game coverage, and I, and I really think it's true. We don't talk about kind of the idea of a trap game in baseball it just doesn't it's a football thing it's a basketball thing it's not really a baseball game or baseball thing but yesterday it was it absolutely was they they're coming off that fantastic series win against the Yankees uh they're they've won 7 in a row obviously that Yankee series meant so much the emotional level for that series was up and then you go into a series against Colorado where A, Colorado's not very good, and B, wacky things happen there. It's Coors Field stuff. Games can get away from you. Games can get away from you in a really big way. And the Cardinals were one hit away from getting themselves back into that game late. They had a bases loaded situation, a base hit. If two or three more runs would have scored, what they would have gone back within, I think, what, four runs at, at that point. And they would have been very much in that game. Uh, they don't come through in that moment. And then the Rockies tack on a couple more runs in the next half inning. And it's all for naught. But that was. There should be no surprise that that happened yesterday. You have games like that, and everything was just really set up for them to have kind of a letdown game. Now the question is, you don't want to lose a series to the Rockies. You just don't. You're fighting the Brewers won earlier today. If the Cardinals don't win tonight, they're going to be back tied with the Brewers. Just think about that for a second. 
think about how it, it just felt like how well they had to play and, and how much they had to fight to get that two-game lead in the division. And then all of a sudden, at the snap of a finger, they could be back tied in the division. So tonight's game, there's some importance there. Obviously, they're going to be playing the Brewers this upcoming weekend, and we'll see what things look like uh, divisionally uh, after that. But you would like to have a lead in the division going into that series against the Brewers just to give you a little bit of wiggle room. Um, I'm not overly worried about the way things went down yesterday. That was that was not shocking whatsoever. Cardinals do make a move today, make a small move, uh, as they bring back up uh, Jake Woodford, who has put up pretty good numbers uh, with the Cardinals this year. His batting average against, he was giving up a bunch of hits. That was one of the reasons he ended up going back to uh, AAA Memphis. But his overall numbers this year at the big league level have been pretty good. Uh, Then he went back to Memphis. He made five starts, and he was fantastic. 2-1, 1.96 2-1, and one, 1.96 ERA, gave up just five earned runs in 23 innings, 20 strikeouts in the 23 innings over five starts. So now he is back with uh, the Cardinals to make room for him on the roster. They have moved on. They have designated for assignment left-handed pitcher T.J. McFarland. McFarland did pitch last night. It was the first time he had pitched, what, since I think July 26th that was? It had been a while. You can't have guys on your roster especially from a bullpen standpoint. You can't have guys on your roster that you just don't trust to pitch. And that's what it felt like with McFarland. When you're not when you're not finding a spot for a guy to get in there for a week and a half. That tells you a lot. That tells you there's just very little confidence and then you know yesterday's game kind of gets out of hand, so obviously there's a spot for him to go in there. But the Cardinals, and and any contending team for that matter, the Cardinals absolutely need to be in a position where they look down to their bullpen and they've got at least some confidence in every pitcher that's out there. Now you're going to have more confidence in some pitchers than other pitchers. There's going to be some guys you consider your high leverage relievers and some guys that are not. But if you're just going to let a guy sit there for a week plus, that tells you a lot. So McFarland, uh, he's out. We'll see what happens with him uh, moving forward. But now Jake Woodford, who, again, pretty good numbers at the big league level this year uh, and then really good numbers at Memphis where he was back starting. The challenge for him is going uh, into the bullpen and being able to uh, put up the kind of numbers that he was putting at AAA at the big league level or some version of it, but doing it out of the bullpen. Uh, but I think, again, th- th- that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. If you're not willing to use T.J. McFarland, then there's no reason to have him just sitting there on the roster waiting for a game where you happen to be losing by a lot of runs the way they were yesterday. Pitching matchup, by the way, tonight, Jose Quintana against Kyle Freeland. Our network coverage from the St. Louis Cardinals Radio Network. It will begin at 640, uh, 6.45. Excuse me. Uh, we are going to uh, shift gears. We're going to talk Missouri football yesterday. Head coach Eli Drinkwitz made the announcement that Brady Cook would be the starting quarterback when the season gets underway. It has been a competition in camp, but the competition evidently over. We're going to speak with Howard Richards and get his thoughts on all things going on with the Missouri Tigers. That's next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Open Line continuing a shortened version. We are done at 640. We will make way for St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Yesterday we learned that the starting quarterback when Missouri opens up their season is going to be Brady Cook to talk about that and much, much more. Very happy to welcome on a former Tiger. He's part of the uh, Missouri football radio broadcast as well. He is Howard Richards. Follow him on Twitter at how underscore rich. Howard, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time with us today. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing well. How about you? I am good. The announcement yesterday, Brady Cook, any surprise from you about that, or is that kind of what you were expecting? No, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I, I think Cook is, you know, took great steps last year, uh, earned more playing time than he got, um, and, of course, started the bowl game. I thought he played an outstanding game. He, you know, just one bad throw, and uh, I don't know if you can put all all of the uh, uh, the blame on him for the bad the missed two-point conversion in the bowl game, but uh, Dawson Downing may have jumped a little too soon. Uh, but those things happen when you don't get a chance to play that often. But I thought Cook has always handled himself very well when he's been taking snaps. Um, his numbers are good. Uh, I like his energy. He's a really strong arm, smart guy, kind of a student of the game, uh, and can run. Uh, so he has all of the tools to be a good quarterback. I think with Brady Cook, um, his his ceiling will be his ability to to play more, move this team. And I think the more that he does play, the better he will get. Yeah, that was going to kind of be my next question. How much more development is there for him uh, that can happen as the season moves along? I think there's a lot. You know, we haven't seen a lot of him. He hasn't played a lot of football, especially in this conference. Um, but I think the, the more success he has, especially early on, the more um, the offensive coaching staff will give him to, um, you know, to try to implement into their game. You know, I, I think if you look at Eli Drinkwitz's playbook, and it's really not, uh, in the traditional sense, not a finite uh, number of pages. I think it's sort of bottomless and, and topless. Um, but they, they're always adding plays based on what, uh, your opponents show you uh, through through film and, and, and games, but also uh, the abilities of your particular offensive personnel groupings. If your quarterback shows a propensity to, to be able to make you know certain types of throws, um, you know being being able to throw on the run, uh, then you can you can sort of tailor your offense um, to the strengths uh, of, of your players. And when you have guys that are talented uh, at the quarterback position like Brady Cook, when you have a talented group of wide receivers, you've got more flexibility. You can throw more plays and, and just see how it works against uh, the defense that you practice against. Um, so he, he's a young player, but I, I think he's exciting. I think he's going to be hungry. Um, and I'm just looking forward to seeing what he can do, knowing that he's the number one guy, knowing that the position is his. 
Mizzou was in on a lot of transfer quarterbacks during the offseason. Uh, they end up, you know, they, they have Jack Abraham. A lot of people thought that Abraham was going to end up uh, being the guy here. From a confidence level, I, you, you can go through an offseason where you're targeting some guys and you don't get them, but then you have to turn the page. What is that confidence level with this coaching staff, do you think, with Cook? I would say it's very high. And I think they, I think they have known for a while that Brady was probably going to be the guy. But anytime you have an opportunity to improve your position, to upgrade your position, you know, especially a quarterback, which is the most important position on the field, um, then you, you'd be doing yourself a dis- disservice if you did not try to, you know, make that position better. So it's understandable why you might pursue. Um, you know, a, a top-flight transfer uh, quarterback. Um, but I think what, what Eli chose to do, and I think it, in all fairness to the guys that are on the roster, he did not make any promises to uh, any of the potential transfers. In other words, he, didn't, he did not guarantee that they would be starters if they came in. And I think that's the right thing to do. These guys, you know, whether it's Brady Cook or Tyler Macon, they've been in the system for a while. They understand it. Uh, a lot better than, you know, say Sam Horn or Jack Abraham does. Now, not to say that those other guys can't pick up um, the offensive schemes and uh, and perform well, but you have to give an edge to, uh, especially Cook, he's been here the longest, and uh, I think he understands the concepts as well as anyone. And, again, the physical tools, you know, his execution and practice is what has earned him the job. We're talking Missouri football with Howard Richards it it feels like we're at the point now where yeah you, you want to get your six wins and you want to get to a bowl game but that's there are higher expectations than that at the same time it's really hard to elevate yourself when you are playing in the SEC where do you see Missouri coming in at that even if they they can be a much better team and wins can still be hard to come by I totally agree with that statement. And uh, you listen, I don't make predictions at all on record. Um, I don't necessarily think it's fair. And again, we I haven't seen the other opponents uh, this season, uh, so I really don't know. I can't, really, can't say Missouri's going to win X amount of the games because um, I don't know how well the the guys that will be lining up, you know, from week to week, or what they have on the field just yet. Haven't seen film on any of them, um, but that'll change. You know, within the next few weeks, get a chance to look at La Tech. Louisiana Tech um, uh, and then Kansas State. Those, you know, those three first three games for Missouri, especially the first two, I think are, are really important. Obviously, you want to start off uh, the opening uh, opening game of the season on national TV, uh, seven o'clock p.m. on September first. You want to start off not just with with a win, but you want to look good uh, nationally. So that opens. Um, you know, opens up your program and, 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 and puts eyes on it, you know, from a national standpoint. People that don't know about Missouri, they'll get a chance to showcase the, the talent that they have on the roster. Uh, and then you go to Kansas State, which conceivably could be a very difficult game on the road, uh, a Big 12 opponent, Missouri, and Kansas State have played a lot of football games against each other. But nonetheless, um, um, Missouri's last time there, uh, which would have been 2011, uh, took it on the chin. So uh, they try to go in there and, and avenge that loss. But, and now you come back and, and playing your, you, you play your third uh, game of the season, which would be your second home game 
if you could win those three games, you know, that thing will be against Abilene Christian. You win that game, and now you get a chance to go to Auburn uh, with a 3-0 and record. And, you know, Auburn is obviously going to be a formidable opponent uh, in its home stadium, but, you know, they've had some issues. You know, there's all kinds of reports of uh, their head coach, Brian Harson being on the hot seat going back to last year. Um, so regardless of, of, of whether or not he's on the hot seat, it's still going to be a tough opponent. Missouri's still got to play its best um, in order to go down there and try to get a victory. Um, so, it, I mean, if you come out those first three weeks, 3-0, and finish September at 4-0, going into the fifth game of the season, which will be um, Georgia at home. Um, now I think you've, you've, you've drawn the attention nationally uh, but your team would probably be in a in a much better situated situation from a confidence level, you know, knowing that it has gone and played a couple of road games and, and won all those. So it's very important to get off to a fast start. Um, and I think more than anything else, especially defensively, uh, the defense has to play far better than it did uh, at the beginning of the 2021 campaign. All things considered, you look at this schedule and you're never going to have an easy schedule when you play in the SEC, and this is not an easy schedule. But you have Georgia, but you're able to avoid some teams. Uh, that game at Tennessee certainly looks tough. Uh, going to be home against Arkansas, obviously, at the end of the season. But it feels like this is an SEC schedule that's probably, I don't want to say light, but as as conducive to wins as an SEC schedule can be. Would you agree with that? Um, ask me in a month <laughs> because again, I, I think it, it really bodes. I mean, it really depends on how well they play in the first four weeks of the season. Um, then I will have a pretty good idea of, of how they will perform down the stretch. Hopefully, um, they get through those first four weeks without any major injuries or any injuries at all that they're playing at full strength. Um, Then you get a chance to really see, you know, what the personnel on this team is is capable of. Uh, I think that's the best that we could hope for at this point. Um, You know, regardless of the the one loss record, if if everyone's full strength, now you have a really good idea of of what this team might be able to accomplish um, throughout the meat of the schedule. He is Howard Richards. He is a former Tiger. He is the analyst on the Missouri Football uh, Radio Broadcast. Uh, Howard, thank you so much for uh, this time. Really appreciate it, and I uh, look forward to uh, being able to catch up with you as the season moves along. Sure thing, Matt. Anytime. Thank you. Awesome. There's Howard Richards joining us. Uh, great stuff from him as the Tigers again and yesterday making the announcement uh, that it is going to be Brady Cook who is going to be their starting quarterback. So you got a St. Louis kid who's going to be the starting quarterback, former uh, Chaminade player, and uh, he is going to be the guy now for the Tigers, a redshirt sophomore. So if he can play well enough to keep that job, continue to uh, develop, this could be a very good thing for the Tigers, not just for this year, but for moving forward as well. Well, Harrison Bader is a former Cardinal, but he addressed what it meant to be a Cardinal in a uh, video essay that posted on social media today. We'll play some of it coming up for you in just a moment as we get you ready for the Cardinals and the Rockies tonight. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Just about five minutes left in the program before we step aside for St. Louis Cardinals baseball game two of a three-game set between the Cardinals and the Rockies. Cardinals looking for a bounce-back performance tonight after they lose yesterday to the Rockies by a 16-5 score. At the trade deadline, we said goodbye to a Cardinal, saying goodbye to Harrison Bader. Uh, Bader, now a member of the New York Yankees organization, and you would think once he's healthy, he is going to be their everyday center fielder. That's something that the Yankees have uh, a need for here at the moment. Uh, Bader, by the way, short hair now. You can't be a Yankee with the hair that he was sporting. Uh, Bader with very short hair. It's very weird. Uh, put together a uh, kind of a video essay that he did through the Players' Tribune. Thought that you would be interested to hear what he had to say in uh, his farewell to St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I look a little different. the sound you feel the noise your jersey vibrates that's the easiest way i could describe it being a cardinal in st louis is just special i just want to make sure all the fans understand how much i enjoyed playing in front of you guys every single second the passion involved with it all was was for you guys when I first showed up in St. Louis, I had no idea what to expect. The first thing Yachty told me was like, hey, like we're all equals. We game plan together, we do this together, we win together, we lose together. You're trained, especially from a younger age, to just be so about yourself. But now it's like, okay, I gotta be on a team because that's how we win. It's no longer about Harrison Bader. You know, it's about the St. Louis Cardinals. What a way to start the game. I didn't want to be a type of player where I only get cheers for one part of my game. And the one thing I've, I've always noticed is, is all the fans cheered just as loudly for a home run as they did an infield single. All parts of my game were constantly cheered for, which I just, I could not thank you guys more. Center field, here comes Bader on the run. He dives, he makes the catch. You know, I want to be happy about the journey, you know, not that it's ending, that it happened. You know, that's the whole point. So, like, I, you know, it doesn't need to be all serious. I think as, as unrecognizable initially as I might be with cut hair, you know, like, I always want people to remember, like, you know, like this smile. And the, the, the origin of this smile for, for me in St. Louis was, you know, it wasn't the diving catches or the uh, home runs or winning runs, whatever it was. It, the smile was the reaction to the fans cheering that that just happened on the field. Just the one last time I can finally say, and I've never said this before because it hasn't happened, but... You know, just just thank you to St. Louis for six seasons in the big leagues. Just thank you. That was Harrison Bader in a video posted through the social or uh, through the Players Tribune uh, on social media. You can find that on his Twitter account if you want to uh, listen to it and uh, see it again for yourself. It just 
a really classy thing, by the way. Like, first and foremost, really, really classy and cool that uh, he felt the need to uh, thank the Cardinals fans for what it was like to be a Cardinal. I The thing he said that I found interesting the most or that really stuck out to me there was he talked about feeling the jersey vibrating from how loud the fans can get. That's a that's a cool thing just to to kind of visualize to feel the idea of your jersey vibrating because of how loud a place is. And how he said his smiles were always a response to the fans. I think across sports, after the pandemic, we learned and athletes learned just how much fans meant to sports overall. Uh, that was, and I think I think that's a lesson that we should not forget either. That's an important thing. We we should never forget how much it stunk to have games without fans. That was not fun. It was not fun. But the idea of the impact that Cardinals fans can have on players, that's nothing new. That's been around for a really long time, and we just happened to hear uh, Harrison Bader uh, really put some words to it and and cool for him that uh, he was able to do it. And you never know. You never know what's going to happen in the future in the game of baseball. Uh, Obviously, you could tell that, It's a little bit sad for him leaving St. Louis, but that's uh, the way things go. All right, we've got Cardinals baseball on the way next. Jose Quintana is set to make the start for the Cardinals. He'll be opposed by Kyle Freeland. It is a battle of left-handers as the Cardinals try to even up the series at a game apiece. Coverage begins in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. It's coming up right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 